Welcome to Real Truth Real Quick. My name is Rick Smith, Director of Digital Ministries at Watermark Church in Dallas, Texas. And I'm here with my friend Todd Wagner. Hello, Rick. Hello, Real Truth Real Quick friends. Hello, we got a good question today. And the question goes like this. Is it ever okay for a Christian to sue someone else? All right. Well, we've got to break that question down because uh, the Bible is very clear about how Christians should treat one another and what the purpose of government and law is. So let's start by reading some real truth. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, we're going to read a little bit of Bible. Here we go. In uh, verse 1 and following, it says, Does anyone of you, when he has a case against his neighbor, dare to go to law before the unrighteous and not before the saints? Paul's writing to the Corinthian church. He's talking about the conflict they're having within the church with each other. And he's saying, you all are the ones that are called out of darkness into his marvelous light. You are the righteous who know God, who know how to love as he loved. Why would you go to people that are still stuck in sin and don't operate according to the principles that God has outlined in Scripture? So he's saying to them, know that the saints will judge the world. If the world is judged by you, are you not competent to constitute the smallest law courts? Do you not know that we will judge angels? How much more matters of this life? So if you have law courts dealing with matters of this life, do you appoint them as judges who are of no account in the church? I say this to you to your shame. Is it so that there is not among you one wise man who will be able to decide between his brethren, but brother goes to law with brothers and that before unbelievers? Actually then, it is already defeat for you that you have lawsuits with one another. Why not rather be wronged? Why not rather be defrauded? On the contrary, you yourselves wrong and defraud. You do this even to your brethren. That, Paul says, is a great source of shame and dishonor to God. And it's confusing the world when you, people brought together by Christ, reconciled to God and reconciled to one another. The two great commandments, love God, love one another. If you can't love one another and you can't work through your conflict and be diligent to preserve the unity of the Spirit and the bond of peace, then it just completely discredits the gospel. And he says, wouldn't you rather be defrauded or wronged than discredit the gospel? Now, the Bible does tell us how to go to a brother who has wronged us. First, individually, this is Matthew 18, 15 and following. Secondly, you bring another. Then you widen it even further until finally you tell it to the church. And if that person, the whole church agrees, that person is acting in a way that's inconsistent with a person who professes to know Jesus Christ, we're then to treat them as a non-believer. So how do you treat a non-believer? Okay, you love them, you call them to repentance, but you don't expect the non-believer to live civilly. You don't expect a non-believer to act upon the morality of Scripture. And so what do we do when we're dealing with people who are of this world? God tells us in Romans 13 that we have been given a government that is a minister of righteousness. Literally, it's a minister of God because God doesn't execute full justice now fully. He says, I'm going to let government execute justice now fully, even to the point of death. It says it doesn't have the power of the sword for nothing, okay? And so there are times when we've got to bring in uh, the world's system to help people in the world live in a way that the world agrees is civil. That's why we've got laws in our country. Well, listen, every law is a moral choice. And so we're making the case that the law of God is good and perfect and right and true, and it's a blessing, not a curse. And so we, in this culture that we live in, are trying to help other people. When you live according to God's way, which is there to set you free and not restrict you, okay? Those who despise the word will be in debt to it. And so we make the case, if we despise the word, if we say these things are good and righteous and going to bring blessing, which is what good laws should do, it's not going to work out well for you if those laws are inconsistent with God's word. The church 
doesn't sue one another. The church walks through steps and consistent with Matthew 18, Ephesians 4. But when we're dealing with non-believers, there's time to bring in the world. Paul, in fact, uh, when he was being beaten for what he was accused of uh, in the book of Acts, he raises his hand and he says, hey, look, is what you're doing lawful? I'm a Roman citizen. You can't do this to me without a trial. And those guys knew if they did uh, punish Paul without appropriate due process, that they were guilty of a law. So we have an example of the Apostle Paul himself using uh, worldly courts. But I want to tell you a, a happier side of the story. Here at Watermark, we have numerous examples with uh, hundreds of thousands, millions of dollars at stake sometimes in disputes between believers. Sometimes between members of our church, but often between members of our church and members of another church, where wise men, just like it says in 1 Corinthians 6, have sat with those people. We've heard both of their case. Lawyers there present, anxious that their client's going to say something they shouldn't say uh, that will later be used against them in another court, and they watch the way that it's been resolved. They watch the way guys humble themselves under wise counsel, and they watch the way that they go, man, if everybody handles stuff like this, I'd be out of business, and this would be a better world. We right here have lived out the wisdom before non-believers of 1 Corinthians 6. We've also had some people here who don't care to live under the authority of God's word that need to be brought into account by others. And there is a system in our country to do just that. Good stuff. And one of the things I want to say, if you're a Christian out there and, and you're kind of walking through this process with your church, you mentioned the Matthew 18 process. You go you, you individually, then you go to a smaller group, and then you said something about going to the church, right? Now, you're not talking about standing up on the stage and blaring it out to everyone, or are you? That's a great question, Rick, because one of the things that you want to make sure you do when you tell it to the church, you tell it to the people that are, are part of the problem or part of the solution. At Watermark, you know, there's thousands of people here, and so if something happened to you, or me, because we're more public figures. In fact, for me, in my case, as elders, it says tell to the whole church because the whole church knows me. But in a lot of cases, no one has any idea who John Doe is. You're not putting in the church bulletin. No, and we're not even standing John Doe up when there's some church discipline issue and telling everybody, hey, this is what's going on with John Doe. But everybody that's a part of John Doe's community, church family, okay, uh, we want them to know so they can give wise counsel, all agree together, and we can love John Doe with a consistent voice that lines up with his word, but no, uh, you're right. When, when it says tell to the church, you tell it to those that are part of the problem, part of the solution, the community of faith of which he is a part. So here we've got over 10,000 folks. Uh, you know, 9,980 are not going to know this guy. Everybody that does, we're going to walk through this together. But the other 9,000 don't even know their name. We're not going to drag them into it. Good stuff. Well, hey, we hope that's helpful. And if you have any questions about anything we talked about today or questions that you would like to have us answer on an upcoming episode of Real Truth Real Quick, send those questions in. We'd love to answer those for you. And we'll see you next week on another episode yeah, of Real Truth. If you've got a Truth. problem with what we said, call us. Yes. Don't sue us. Yeah, don't sue us first, please.